Welcome to the Path to Mindset Mastery. My name is Brad Bishek. I'm a mindset strategist and coach, inspirational speaker, and creator of Appreciation Academy. And today is a continuation in this two-part series all about getting the polarity back in your relationship, understanding why relationships fall apart, and how to make sure that you have a partner for life, getting them back on board on the same page. So you're no longer just roommates, you're living with passion. That's what this is about with your with your partner. You want to make sure and have a beautiful relationship. Like I talked about last time in the last podcast last week, I talked about how the beginning of the relationship with Janice and I, we used to fight a lot. We used to fight because we were immature. We didn't really understand this stuff. And then we broke up. We got back together about a year and a half later. And ever since then, uh, we've had a beautiful relationship. It's been full of passion, full of excitement, understanding. And sure, we've had disagreements, but we've handled it beautifully. And what I want to share with you is how relationships, if you have an understanding of how relationships get to that roommate stage or get to that stage where they fall apart, then you know how to break through and handle it. So before you listen to this, if you haven't gone and listened to the episode from last week all about depolarization and you don't understand like what that means, Make sure you stop this and go listen to that first. It is so important that you understand that before we dive into the five relationship stressors because that causes the five relationship stressors to start. So let's dive right in. Um, very first thing, and the, by the way, credit where credit's due, I did not create this. I learned this from Tony Robbins' Date with Destiny. But I need to share it with you because it's so important if you're in a relationship right now where you're just roommates or you're, you're in love but you have bad energy or you're not passionate in your relationship. If that's where you're at right now, you absolutely need to hear this. It made a radical change in my life. It can help you as well. So let's talk about the five relationship stressors. The first stressor in any relationship, it's kind of like five levels and it goes into a vicious cycle over and over and over again. The first stressor is loss of attraction. And what that really means is depolarization. So everything last week on the podcast is the first stressor of a relationship falling apart. When that polarization is lost, when the woman doesn't feel safe, understood, or seen, or when a man feels controlled, criticized, or like you're closed off to him. If either of those happen, or a combination of both those happen, then it will go to the very first uh, loss, uh, very first stressor in a relationship, which is loss of attraction. That is where it all starts. But then we get to the second stressor in a relationship. And this is where irritation, frustration, emotional stacking tends to come. So put emotional stacking on here as number two, as the relationship stressors. Because what happens when you get depolarized? Meaning, when the masculine and the feminine energy fall apart and you don't do what we talked about last week, when you're already lost that attraction, you get to a place, step two of emotional stacking, and that's really four parts. The first part is resistance. And what that really means is when your partner does something, but and it bothers you, but you don't really say anything, right? You don't speak about it. You kind of let it just go. And that resistance builds up, right? And that's the first part of step two is when you have resistance, so she does something or he does something that makes you, that pisses you off a little bit or makes you feel uneasy and you don't say anything about it. The second thing that happens once that resistance is there, if it isn't dealt with, the resistance gets deeper and it turns into something called resentment. It turns into resentment where you feel this burning resentment for your partner. It's a built up tension. It feels heavy. It feels like uh, you just... When you look at them, you get all pissed off thinking they can't figure anything out. And it starts to feel like 
you're just always, always upset around them when you have this resentment. And if that is not handled, it leads to the third part of emotional stacking, which is, which is rejection. And in this space, this is where blame starts to happen. This is where a level of toxicity starts to come to fruition. This is where there's abrasiveness and you start being harsh towards each other. And you start to uh, basically call each other out on stupid little shit. And you start to make snide comments under your breath about the other person. And you start to talk about that person behind your back. And so that's the, the third part of emotional stacking, which is rejection. And then the fourth part, if that isn't handled, the fourth part, which is really toxic, is repression. And what that means is you just feel numb. You just feel numb, like you're in this place of learned helplessness. You've, you've basically taken your relationship and you've lowered your expectations of what that relationship is like, and you've found other vehicles to meet your needs. So what that means is, we talked about this a little bit last week, if, if it is depolarized, if a relationship is depolarized and you go through this, you'll find a way to meet your emotional needs that your partner isn't filling for you, whether it's through spending time with your kids, getting involved in work, sex with other people, uh, gambling, pornography, whatever it is. You start to get focused on those things if the other levels aren't uh, fixed. So you get into a state of repression where you feel numb and you're in a state of learned helplessness where you start to believe that no matter what you do, nothing will work to change the relationship when deep down that's bullshit, you're just missing polarity. You never fell out of love, you fell out of polarity. That's all it is. So to, to uh, review these real quick, emotional stacking is one, resistance. Two, and resistance is where you have that little inkling that they did something that kind of pissed you off. Two is uh, resentment, where it starts to build and go deeper and you have this tension about what they did. Three is rejection, where you start to voice those things and judge the other person for that thing. And then four is repression, where you feel numb and in a state of learned helplessness, like no matter what you do, the relationship isn't gonna be fixed. And then, you start to take or start to meet your needs elsewhere, whether it's through kids, work, sex, whatever it is. Okay, so that's the the second stressor in a relationship is emotional stacking, and when that emotional stacking happens and it isn't dealt with, it leads to loss of physical passion, loss of physical passion, meaning you're not intimate with that person. Ask yourself right now, how often do you have sex with your partner? How often do you have sex with your partner? Is it Frequently? Is it once every month, two months, three months, six months, year? Is it just to make a kid? Is it something where you're doing it just because you feel bad if you don't? Where, when did the physical passion disappear? Because in order to experience physical, in order to experience passion in a relationship, physical passion needs to be there. You cannot have a passionate relationship if physical passion isn't there. If that's missing from the relationship, you're not going to have a happy marriage. You have the right to a fulfilling sex life. And if that disappears, you lead to step four. And step four is loss of commitment. Step four, the fourth emotional stressor is loss of commitment to that person. When you feel that, you feel no, like you no longer understand your partner. You feel like they don't understand you and you feel like they're just, you're just going through life with them. You just feel like you're just dealing with them on a regular basis. And then you start to think about bad things. You start to think about how your relationship probably isn't a good fit and you just, you don't feel loved or needed. You feel stressed out all the time and your energy goes elsewhere. Your energy goes to other people, other things on a deeper level than it did before. And this is where you start to consider other people. 
This is where you start to consider other people. That's where you've thought about other people, even if you haven't acted on it. That's where you start to consider it because you don't have commitment to the relationship anymore, even though you might still be in it for financial reasons or for the kids or whatever it is, when easily this could be solved by simply getting polarity back from you taking responsibility and getting polarity back and quit looking for something wrong with the person. And then finally, it leads to step number five. And this is the most toxic emotional stressor in a relationship. And that is a story of incompatibility. Number five is a story of incompatibility, meaning you have built up a story in your own mind about why the relationship isn't a good fit. And feeling incompatible comes from not meeting each other's needs, not being put first in, uh, in their life. You feel like you're less than and you haven't made it a priority to understand each other. And from this, you just feel like your true potential as a couple disappears. And so you start to tell yourself this story in your head about how you're just not a good fit for each other. And the idea of leaving comes into your mind and you feel this horrible sense of guilt. You feel like something is missing. You feel like you're not going to be able to, uh, you just feel like you're, you're wronging yourself. You're going against the standard, even though you feel like you need to leave this person. And then it leads to less attraction, more emotional stacking, and it goes loss of physical passion even more, more loss of commitment, more story of incompatibility, and the list goes on and on and on and on and on. But all of this could simply be solved by you taking responsibility for your relationship. The biggest problem I see with relationships is that people will say, I will if you will. And people will say, well, that's not 50-50. Well, guess what? A relationship is never meant to be 50-50. If you are in a 50-50 relationship, you are training your partner to leave. A 50-50 relationship is a losing proposition. It is not 50-50. It's not if I do that, you do this. It's That's whoring. That's horse trading. That's not a good place to be. A great relationship is 100-0. What does that mean? That means you, have, you give 100% of everything you possibly can, and you love that person the way that they receive love with zero expectation of anything in return, and you just trust that it will work out. If your relationship is based on expectation, hey, since I did this, will you do this? Or hey, why didn't you do that? You're training your partner to leave. It is not a good place to be. It needs to be 100% zero expectation. When you live that way, the relationship gets so much easier because you just give and give and give and give and give. If you treat your partner the same way you did in the beginning, there will never be an end to the relationship. If you just keep honoring them, trying to give to them, ask yourself this. In a relationship, ask yourself which scenario is a partner more likely to reciprocate from? Number one, where they feel criticized or judged for what they do, or they feel like uh, controlled by their partner, or they feel like they're not sexy to their partner, or they feel like they're not worth it to their partner, whatever it is. Are they more, is your partner more likely to reciprocate if you do that to them? Or is your partner more likely to reciprocate if you give and give and give and give and give? Not so you get, but because it's the right thing to do. What, which scenario is your partner more likely to reciprocate from? Obviously the latter. When you give with zero expectation of anything in return, your partner gives back because they want to, because they feel so much love with you that they want to give you love and just because it's the right thing to do. So a relationship, what you need to understand about, about a relationship, please listen to the polarity lesson, but a relationship falls apart not because of lack of love, 
but from a lack of polarity. And a lack of polarity leads to the five relationship stressors that we talked about today. But it's so important to understand that a relationship is not about getting. A relationship, an intimate relationship, a passionate relationship is not about what you get. It's about what you give. When you give everything you can to the relationship and you love unconditionally no matter what, you feel fulfilled no matter what. You feel fulfilled. It doesn't matter what they do in return. You light up because you meet their needs. That should become your new standard. If your new standard becomes, I am going to give myself so much pleasure because I'm finding a way to give them pleasure. If that is your new norm where you just make it everything about giving, 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 I'm not saying don't take care of yourself, but I'm saying give to the relationship. You will have an intimate, passionate relationship and it becomes so much less heavy, so much less stressful. When you're in a state of, why didn't you do this? You need to do that. And you're just trading back and forth. You do this, I'll do that. And you're always saying, why didn't you treat me that way? Or why didn't you say this about me? Or why do other couples always do this, but we don't? And you say that stuff back and forth. It's like this childish way of trying to solve the relationship and it doesn't work and it feels heavy and it feels like you can't solve it. But I'm telling you, once you just get back into giving, your partner will light up. Your partner will light up and it might not be right away, but you have to give to them in the way that they receive love. If your partner receives love through words, write them, write them notes, leave notes in their lunch, text them nice things, Say nice things about them. Say things to their face that light them up. Maybe your partner needs quality time with you. I highly recommend you read The Five Love Languages. Amazing book. But most people read that book and they say, well, my partner doesn't give to me, so I'm not going to give to them. That's why you're fucked. It doesn't work that way. You need to give first in the way that they receive love. And whether that's quality time or gift giving or words of affirmations or whatever it is, you need to give them love in the way that they receive love with zero expectation of anything in return. And when your partner feels that and they feel like they're receiving love and that polarity is back because you either A, if you're a masculine energy, help them feel seen, understood, and safe, or B, if you're a feminine energy and you help them feel like they're not being criticized and you're totally open to them and not controlled anymore, if you do that, the relationship will explode with passion every day. It will be amazing. Not only that, but your sex life will go up. You'll have be a better example for your kids. You won't have as many fights around the holidays. Everything will be different. It will be so much easier for you to maintain your relationship and find new ways to wow each other every single day. But in order to do this, you can't be in your head. You need to be in your heart. If you are in your head, you're dead. Does that make sense? The more and more you think through this, logic and reason isn't going to work. You need to feel you need to do the right thing. Stop the bullshit stories of what your partner will do if you change. It, the, if you don't change this, if you don't change all of this, your relationship will eventually end or you'll find yourself 60 years old regretting life. It'll be a horrible place to be. They, you need to realize that all of this comes from doing the right thing, getting in touch with your emotions and letting go of the fucking ego. Let go of the ego that you need to be right. Let go of the ego that they wronged you and just let go. Forgive. Be there. Be present with them. And do what we talked about last week and this week. And if you do those things, your relationship will explode with passion. People ask us all the time, how are we so happy? Or like, you guys just must have gotten lucky. No, we follow a simple recipe. There's a lot of polarity in our relationship. And when it falls out of polarity, we get it back real quick. When we disagree on things, we communicate with love. And we notice when things are coming up, when we're in that stage of resistance, or if we're in a stage of uh, resentment, where there's something coming up in terms of what the partner did, we, we do something about it. 
we say something about it and it bounces back and we get that polarity back in a second. But if you have polarity consistently, and like I said last week, 95% of your success in a relationship is selection. And I'm not talking about selection of your partner. 95% of your relationship success is selection of the energetic state you walk into the room with. If your spouse is laying on the couch and you walk into the room and you feel their energy and you fall to their energy, you're asking for a, a boring relationship. If you walk into the, the room and you have good energy, you're asking for a fine relationship. But if you walk into the room and you're so excited to see them and you pick them up off the couch and you carry them in your arms, you sit them on the counter, you give them a big wet kiss, is that gonna change your relationship? Absolutely, it will change everything because you chose to walk into the room with more energy, with a higher state. 95% of your success in your relationship either coming back to life or finding a relationship that is exciting or if you're, uh, if you're in a relationship that's toxic, getting it healed, 95% of the success in that is your choice coming from this podcast. Are you gonna choose to do the things to get polarity back that we talked about last week? Are you gonna choose to take responsibility for giving them love in the way that they receive love? And if you do those things, your relationship will, your relationship will be full of love and passion and excitement and intimacy. It'll be playful, it'll be fun, it'll be energetic, it'll be amazing. So I hope you took a lot away from this. Like I talked about last week, I'm doing a $50 gift card. $50 gift card for if you go to my podcast right now, I'm going to enter you into a raffle. Each month we enter into a raffle. If you go to my podcast right now, you do a star rating and a written review. You do both of those things and you send me an email at brad at bradbizjack.com. Send me an email and you tell me that you did it and you give me a screenshot of it. You'll be entered in that raffle to win a $50 Amazon gift card. We'll have that drawing at the end of the month. But thank you so much for being here. I hope you found value in this two-part series uh, in the Path to Mindset Mastery I hope you can use this and either heal your relationship, find your relationship, or explode your relationship. Wherever you're at in a relationship, it can get better if you choose to implement these things. And if you do these things consistently, well, then maybe it's not a good fit. But my challenge for you is before you give up on that relationship, you apply this for months and months and months and watch that relationship skyrocket. It will be amazing. So thank you so much for tuning into the Path to Mindset Mastery today. My name is Brad Bishjack. Go out there today and every day and live your life with a genuine smile on your face. When you apply what we talked about these last two podcasts, you will have no problem in your life doing it because your intimate relationship is the most powerful part of your life. We need to get that on track so everything else gets on track in your business, your life, your marriage, your bank account, everything. So I love you. Have an amazing rest of your week and I will see you next week.